Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Come on, let's bless the Lord in this house. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. We thank you for your presence on tonight, this last night of our revival services. And I just think it's a good time to tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you for another day's journey. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for starting me on my way. Thank you for clothing me in my right mind. I wonder if there are any folk in here who got a reason to tell the Lord thank you tonight. You got a reason, don't you? You got a reason to be thankful? Come on and stand to your feet and let's give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Amen. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. Come on, let's sing together. Anybody came to give him thanks this morning, tonight? Come on, let's give him thanks. Here we go. <laughs> oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks. Oh, Oh, 
blessings. We thank you, dear Father, for walking with us every day. We thank you, Father, for your holy word because it guides us and keeps us on the narrow path. We thank you, dear Father, for the pastor of this church and his leaders. We thank you for the pastor, our shepherd, dear Father, because you have anointed him not only to preach, but to teach. We thank you for the members of this congregation, dear Father, who love each other, who serve each other, and who care for each other, dear Father, and show their love through their actions. We thank you for our visitors, dear Father, for the fellowship we share with other churches, and other Christians, dear Father, we thank you, dear Father, for the opportunity to reach out and touch, to reach out, dear Father, and bring other souls to Christ. We thank you, dear Father, for walking with us through our trials and tribulations. We thank you for bringing us through the fire, dear Father, and giving us the triumph not the triumph sometimes that we are asking for, but the triumph that you want to give us in your way, dear Father, because your way is the best way. Dear Father, we thank you for the United States of America and for all of the blessings that we share. And we thank you, dear Father, for taking care of our leaders, we thank you, dear Father, because we know that throughout it all, your will will be done. All we have to do, dear Father, is to do what we need to do, and the rest is up to you. We thank you, dear Father, for this service of restoration this week, dear Father. And we ask you to continue to be with us because in you have told us, dear Father, in Hebrews, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And we thank you for it, dear Father. At this time, dear Father, as we go into the further service, we say thank you and we give you all the honor and praise we love you dear father we adore you these and all other blessings we ask in your name for christ's sake amen
scripture I will be reading this evening will come from Ephesians second chapter verses 8 through 10 and it reads as follows for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God not of works lest any man should boast for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them God's word for God's people. Please remain standing for the congregational hymn. Amen. You can sing with us, revive us again. Hallelujah. Thine the glory. Brother Thickman, won't you come and lead us? of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We thank God for your presence on the night. Thank God for our deaconess leading us in our devotional period. Amen. Amen. If you have not had opportunity to greet your neighbor, why don't you do so right now? Tell your neighbor, it's good to see you tonight. Good to see you tonight. Good to see you tonight. Tell your other neighbor, I'm glad I'm sitting next to you. I'm glad I'm sitting next to you. Amen. <laughs> Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Amen. Amen. Don't y'all tell nobody. Amen. Bless his name. Bless his name. Good to be in the house of prayer one more time. We've been, listen, we've been working a lot today. That's why I'm a little discombobulated. It, we, we, you know, we shared with you earlier this week uh, that we were working on getting plans together to be able to minister to families and children in need uh, of the immigrant community. Uh, we were anticipating uh, the shipment of goods to come on Saturday. And I got a call about 10 o'clock this morning and said, Reverend, the, the truck is here. Which means we had to start scrambling 
to get a lot of things together, a lot of people in places. And so let me thank my chairman of deacons. Amen. Let me check, thank Brother Irvin. Y'all need to give them a hand because they came at last minute notice. And when I got up here, they were drenched with sweat. So how they are dressed like this right now, I have no idea. Amen. But I thank God that they came and met us up here and unloaded the truck, got it all situated. Now we're going to need you. Hey, don't y'all get quiet now. Hey, don't go clapping for everybody else. You're going to have to clap for yourself in a minute. Amen. Because now that it's all unloaded, we're going to have to get it distributed. We're going to need you. As I said earlier this week, we need more hands and more bodies than we actually need donations. Amen. Y'all ain't talking to me good enough in here. Amen. We need more hands and more bodies than we need donations. And so we're going to need you. Uh, you know, we sent the text message out uh, this afternoon. And again, you know, it was spur of the moment. And so I recognize that we didn't give you time to plan. But because it hit us unexpectedly, we had to hit you unexpectedly. Now, let me say this. I need some more folk to respond when that text message goes out. Amen. Don't go hoping somebody else is going to do it. Amen. Because they hoping you're going to do it. Amen. And so when the text messages go out, know that, know that listen, we're, we're, we're sending them at last minute because we get that notification at the last minute. And, and uh, of course, we would plan better if we had more time. We didn't have the lead time that we were anticipating. So thank you for the response that you gave. Uh, but when we, we will give you more directions uh, uh, perhaps um, uh, tomorrow. Look for the Facebook post. We'll get those. Once we get everything lined up with how the distributions will take place, with the sites with which they would take place, we will get that information sent out to you. And then we just need you to show up. Amen? Amen. I know, Reverend, it's hot. I know. I know it's hot. I know it's hot. We need to do this. Amen? We need to do this for... Families who've been affected, families who've been uh, separated from one another, we need to show brotherly and sisterly kindness. And let me, th let me say this, let me say this while I'm saying it. Uh, uh, folk need to know that, that, that mission work happens by black folk too. And see, because they don't always see our faces. Amen. And, and oftentimes we're doing the work and not getting the credit. Amen. And then sometimes people think that their only savior. I'm going to just leave it right there. So I, I, I need us to help change that narrative. Is that all right? Amen. So when we get that word out, we will send it to you. And I know you will respond accordingly. We're going to get ready now and hear from this great choir. Amen. Y'all are looking good tonight. Come on and bless our hearts tonight. Won't you bless this choir as they bless our hearts?
feel the presence of the Lord in this house tonight. Amen. My God, my God, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. What a marvelous expression of Christian fellowship we have on tonight. And we thank God for your presence. Thank God for the presence of Priestly Chapel on tonight. Amen. 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 I see this this robed delegation to my right. Amen. Amen. Which means y'all going to get some time off tonight. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. We will, at the right point, exchange exchange places, and so we're thankful to have the choir with us on tonight. We're looking forward to a great time. But before we do so, it's time to give unto the Lord. Amen. Give our offerings unto the Lord, because God has indeed been so great and so gracious unto the, unto us. For those of you who are joining us by way of live stream, you should see a number at the bottom of your screen at this point that you might be able to contribute as well in this our giving moment and so we ask each of you now uh, to be liberal in your giving. Kay Chapel, you're reminded we've asked you for a gift of $25 for the week and so if you have not been able to do that thus far this is the last night. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, Deacon said we'll take it Sunday. I heard you. I heard you. Deacon said we'll take it Sunday. Amen. But if you can give it on tonight. Amen. God bless you. God bless you in our prayer. We're going to ask all aisles if you will stand now and be led by the direction of our ushers. Ushers will be leading us, I believe, from the rear. If all aisles will stand at this point, all aisles, if you will stand, amen. The choir is going to give us another selection of giving. You're in the hands of our ushers.
Father, we thank you tonight. You've allowed us to come together again. And God, we'd just like to ask a special blessing upon every person that was able to give tonight. And then we want to ask a special blessing on those that wanted to give and didn't have it. God, we ask that you let it be used now for the betterment of this community. That this church will continue to be the missionary Baptist church that you've called us to be. It is in the precious name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.
source of our strength, the strength of our lives. It is he to whom we give all praise, all glory, and all honor, because it belongs to him anyhow. Anybody know he's worthy tonight to get all of my praise, all of the glory, all of the honor. It belongs to the Lord. Amen. 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 While our choir is coming down and preparing for Priestly Chapel to make their way up. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, choir. Thank you, choir. Listen, all this week we have been blessed with some good preaching. Amen. Amen. We, we have, I shared with you that uh, here in the city of Jackson, we uh, have a new pool of preachers, uh, young pastors who have assumed some of uh, this city's historic pulpits. And we thank God for this new wave of leadership that has been granted and given to the city of Jackson. Uh, we introduced you on Monday night, on um, our Tuesday night, uh, to Reverend Cedric Crump, who's the pastor of the New McRaven Hill Missionary Baptist Church. We introduced to you on last night, Reverend Cordell Fields, who's the new pastor at the Pine Grove Missionary Baptist Church. And we thank God for those young bucks. But it's some Madison County preachers in the house tonight. Amen, amen. We thank God for these Madison County preachers. Amen. <laughs> <coughs> And they are coming with some preaching power. I see Dr. McCallum came and he didn't come by himself. Amen. But he brought some power with him. And we are so delighted to have with us our president, president of our state convention, Dr. Isaac Jackson. Won't you bless him on tonight? Amen. Dr. Jackson, come on and just greet the people. Come on and just greet the people. Say a word. We want to hear from our president. Amen. Won't you bless him as he comes? We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are so happy to be in your midst and to be with your prolific, astute, dynamic, energetic, holistic pastor. Uh, now, and we bring you greetings from Liberty Missionary Baptist Church in Cannes, Mississippi. Uh, you know, I've been hearing a rumor. Been all over the state of Mississippi, and that rumor keep growing and growing and growing. It's like thunder roaring on the vaulted dome of heaven. Somebody keeps saying that your pastor is running to be the president of General Missionary Baptist State Convention. Now, I heard that. I heard that. And since he's your pastor, you better support him. Now, I don't have anything to do with it, you know. I'm on my way out. But sometimes you ought to look destiny in the eyes and do all you can to be part of the history and the future of our state convention. Thank you, Cage Chapel, for having this young buck for your pastor. God bless you. bless you. Amen. Amen. I second that. Amen. Also glad to have Moderator Davis with us, moderator of the Madison County Baptist District Association. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. While 
Priestly Chapel is, has taken now the choir stand. I believe they're just about ready. Amen. Y'all need, need a minute? Otis got a joke for us then. I know he got if If you need a minute, I know we can get one joke. <laughs> Come on and greet the people. Got Let us all say amen. amen. Say amen again. And certainly I second uh, Dr. Jackson about your pastor. Amen. And, and I, I, I go as far as to say that the next president of the General Missionary Baptist State Convention, amen, Pastor Reginald Buckley. I am privileged to be here tonight, amen, amongst friends, amen. I see so many friends of mine, amen, and, and, and it makes me think that I'm in Alkanite country, amen, when I look around and see all the Alkanites here, amen, amen, amen. And I say uh, the other night that a, that a man had a dream, and he dreamed that he was in heaven, and he heard that, 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 that there was mansions in heaven for each of the historical black university. Oh, and, 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 and he looked and he saw blue and white and this big blue mansion in Jackson State University. And he looked around and saw red, green, and white Mississippi Valley State University. And kept looking and saw Tennessee State and everywhere and, and this man happened to be in Alkanite and he was sad that he kept looking and looking and did not see no purple and gold and finally he looked at the highest peak and he recognized that God was an Alkanite made some enemies tonight. <laughs> My wife said it was a dream. <laughs> hey, it was a dream. It was just a dream. It was just a dream. Bless you. Amen. Priestly Chapel is coming to bless us on tonight. Come on, say amen for this choir.
is already in your programs. I'm sure you've already perused it and familiarized yourself with all of his accomplishments and all of the accolades and achievements. He is a great prolific preacher, former educator, man who loves to teach as he preaches. In fact, I believe he believes that good preaching is always good teaching. And I thank God, I thank God for his mind. I thank God for the manner of man that he is. And I thank God for his friendship. He has proven himself to be a faithful friend. One who will tell you the truth. If you wanna hear it or not, he's gonna tell you the truth. It might hurt sometimes, but he's going to tell you the truth prepared by the Reformed Theological Seminary, having received his Master of Theology degree and several other degrees that I don't even know about, but he is a prolific preacher, and we're thankful that he's here tonight. The proud pastor of the Priestly Chapel Missionary Baptist Church of Canton, Mississippi. And what a marvelous work he's doing in the city of Canton. If you haven't been to that campus in a while, I dare say campus, you ought to take a trip to Priestly Chapel and see how the Lord is blessing through the man of God. We are delighted to have him here at K Chapel. He's no stranger to us as he's been here before, but won't you give him a great big K Chapel welcome. Welcome the speaker for tonight, Reverend Dr. Robert McCallum. Come on, let's welcome him tonight. After the choir final selection, we will hear the word of God from the man of God.
I know this is way out of order. I don't normally change when we go out. They're being gracious to me and allowing me to sing. And, 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 and can I just give you a little testimony? I, I had an aneurysm. And I was in the hospital, and there were two other young men brought in that same night. Can I just tell it? The one on the right died, and the one on the left died. And I was in the middle. Uh, okay, y'all didn't get it. Y'all didn't get that, so... And I was in the middle, and I walked out of that hospital on my own strength. And, and since that day, the whole world has been different. Now I can't hold my peace. And so there's so much on my heart that I want to say to the Lord. And, and, and I just can't keep it to myself. But, but I had to let you know that he's good. And he's been good to me. Listen, listen. Grass looks good. The trees look good. You know, I used to didn't pay no attention to that. Uh, the birds and the bees and, and the flowers. Reverend McCallum, they look good to me now. And I'll pull over sometime and thank the Lord for air and for dirt and for water. Uh-oh, okay. All right. Okay. I had, to get, had to get that out. There's so much on my heart I want to say to you, you Lord So much you are And so much You, you've done I think I'm going to give it a try. Please forgive me, Lord, if I start to cry, cry. But I've got I want to tell you how I love you. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, I want to tell you 
Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we're eternally grateful to you for the, the manifold blessings you've bestowed upon us. We thank you for the grace that you have extended to us, grace that we did not deserve. And we've come tonight to just give you glory, honor, and praise. And now, dear God, we invoke your presence upon this place in an awesome and an awe-sparing way. We, we ask you to move within this tabernacle. We pray that every, every uh, place in this temple would be filled with you. There is not one who can escape your presence, your power, and your preached word. Thank you to God as we seek to glorify you, to lift you up in the mighty name of the Lord. May heaven be glorified in all that we do in this place tonight. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Wow, I'm going to have to get me a step, step ladder the next time I come. Amen. Amen. What a privilege and what a blessing it is to, to be at McCade one more time. I'm, I'm excited to, to have been given the opportunity to be here again. I think I was with you on last year during your pastor's anniversary. And uh, I just, uh, uh, I was blessed. Uh, and uh, what a privilege and what an honor it is to uh, be present one more time. I've got a lot of friends here at Cade, uh, people who I went to school with and people who I lived in the community with. And, and it's just kind of a coming home for me. Thank God for you. Thank God for, for Dr. Buckley. I don't mind telling you that uh, it is no secret, and I'm not ashamed to proclaim it everywhere I go. Uh, as far as president of uh, the Baptist Convention, uh, I am a supporter. Amen. Amen. Of Dr. Buckley, and I'm not ashamed. And I just believe that he is going to do a magnificent job. I want to thank God for our reigning president. Isn't it wonderful that he would take the time? <laughs> president and pastor, and then take the time to come and be here with us tonight. I, I count that a special blessing. I want to thank God for our moderator from our Madison County Baptist Association. Amen. Reverend Otis Davis, uh, I'm just honored that they would just, uh, they're busy men, and, uh, and to drive from Canton to be with us tonight, uh, I am simply honored. I am thankful for all of the pastors who are present here tonight, evangelists and ministers. Uh, it's just a joy uh, to be in all of your presence tonight. I'm thankful tonight for Priestly Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. I'm, I'm, we, we've been on, we've been traveling, and they come calling me last week and say, please don't make us go with you next week. I said, somebody got to go, amen. And, and so I'm in revival on next week as well, and so 
uh, they already trying to get a, you know, uh, a break. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Didn't they do a marvelous job? Thank God for our musicians, and we thank God for all of our choir members, and I want to thank God for even some of our leaders that are in the house tonight. What I'm going to do is ask all the priestly chapel, if you will, please stand tonight so we can just give you some love. Amen. We have several of our deacons. I'm going to ask our deacons to still to remain standing. We have several of our deacons and several of our associate ministers, if you'll still continue to stand. We have our chairman, uh, Dr. White, glory to God, amen. He, he just uh, got his doctorate degree from William Curry, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we just celebrated him Sunday, and so we thank God for him uh, taking out of his busy schedule to be with us uh, on this particular evening. Well, last but not least, I, 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 bear, I dare not go any further. Yeah, I dare not go any further. I, I know some of y'all are already pushing me to go on, but no, no, no. I, I got to take a few more minutes. I'm, I'm excited uh, uh, to have with me tonight uh, the woman that I've had the privilege of, of, of being married to now for some 39 years. Thirty-nine years, and she's with me tonight. Yeah. My wife and uh, uh, my main squeeze. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, in, in the person of, of Sister Carolyn McCallum, I'm going to ask you to please stand. Amen. Yeah. I have my daughter here with me, and and a whole host of grandchildren. I don't know what. Yeah, they probably halfway sleep by the time by now. But I'm gonna ask my daughter to stand in the back and just, just grandchildren, y'all stand. Where are my grandchildren? Yeah, yeah. Uh, got a whole bunch of beautiful girls back there, amen. And so I'm just delighted to be here. Glory to God, the Lord has been good to me. And thank you, thank you, Cade, for allowing me to come one more time. And I'm gonna, I'm, listen, I'm so thankful that I'm not gonna keep you long. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's how thankful, because I, I do want to come back. And, and so, and, and I've been preaching long enough to know if you want to come back, act like it. If you will, if you will, turn with me to a passage of scripture found in the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 3. Habakkuk chapter 3. We'll, and I'm going to ask if you would go ahead and stand with me tonight. I don't know how you do it, Kate, but I'm going to ask you to indulge me tonight and just support me by standing as we read the word of God uh, in the presence of God. And uh, just want to honor him by standing as we read his word and praise God. Listen, in uh, Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, it simply says this, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall there be, uh, neither shall thy be in the vines, the labor of the olives shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flocks shall be cut off, the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Verse 18, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. I want to share with you tonight in these closing words, 
I want to share with you tonight, I want to send you home as you come to a closing series of services with this particular challenge, no matter what. No matter what. I, I know you've had a glorious time. I know you've been charged, you've been challenged, you've celebrated, you've praised the Lord, and, and you've just been blessed across these, these two preceding nights. And, and I know that uh, you've heard some great things time to go home now. And as we get ready to go home, I want you to think on the thought that as we leave this particular mountain, after having been here for three nights with the Lord, we're going to go home saying, no matter what. We've been charged, we've been challenged, we've been celebrated, we've been encouraged by the various words that came through the mouth of the various preachers who have graced this place. But we are going to leave here with an attitude of no matter what. We're going to recognize that there are some trials, there are some tribulations, and there are some troubles. We're going to, to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that everything is not always like you want it to be. But what we're going to decide tonight, that as children of God, that we're not going to leave this place having any doubt in our mind. We're not going to leave this place allowing our, our troubles to, to overcome us. We're going to be, leave this place with a new motivation, new aspiration, knowing that whatever come our way, we have a God who is able. We're going to leave here with a no matter what attitude. I would to God that more church would have a no matter what, what attitude. I would to God that more people of faith would decide that, that I'm just going to hang on in there. That, that, that every day may not be just like I want it to be. And I'm going to make up my mind that, that in spite of the stuff that I might encounter, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand on the uncompromising word of God. And I'm going to believe that he loves me to death. And I'm not going to look at the zigzag lightning. I'm not going to worry about the, the, the thunders billowing. I'm going to hold on to my faith in the midst of my situation. And I'm going to be a brand new Christian. And, and I don't care who else bowing and crying. I, I'm going to make up my mind this particular week that I'm going to have a no matter what attitude. A no matter what attitude can change a church. There is no trial, no tribulation, no trouble can overcome you if you've decided that we're going to have a, a no matter what attitude. A no matter what attitude can change a family. When a family decides we're going to make up in our mind. Maybe we can't move every problem, but we don't have to succumb to the problem because we've got a Savior who has promised us that, lo, I'll be with you always, even until the end of time. I don't know about UK, but I've made up my mind since I decided to get on this journey that I, even if I go through something, listen, and I do go through things, but I'm not going to let things overcome me. You got to have a made up mind. You got to decide that, that I'm going to trust in the Lord 
and I'm going to have me a no matter what attitude. You ought to teach your children to have a no matter what attitude. When they are down, depressed, disappointed, you ought to decide, boy, you got to have a no matter what attitude. Don't you let this stuff beat you. Don't let this stuff overcome you. Don't you let this stuff bring you down. Boy, you are in our family and you've got to have a no matter what attitude. Preacher, don't let nobody in your church sit sad and down and out every Sunday morning. Challenge and charge them to hold up their head. You are a child of the king. You are somebody, stop sitting around here sick and sad like God has turned his back on you. You've got to have, come on somebody, come on somebody, help me right quick. You've got to have a no matter what attitude. Turn around and look at somebody and say, I'm going to have a no matter what attitude. Look at them and say, no matter what. You can't take my joy no matter what. You can't take my peace no matter what. You can't take my happiness no matter what. You can't take, come on, talk to me, somebody. No matter what. No matter what. No matter what. The devil, the devil, the devil's always busy. No matter what. This, this passage, this passage makes a fitting climax, fitting conclusion to this week of revival. We ought not come to revival, stay here three nights, leave the same way. We got too many routine Christians. Revival is an extraordinary move of the Spirit of the Lord producing extraordinary results. And if you'll open up your heart to uh, him, he'll bless you right now. Yeah. Oh, yes, he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times we have not because we ask not. And then when we ask, we ask amiss. But I dare you to have faith in God. He can do what no other can do. What, what a fitting conclusion to a week of celebration, to a week of growth, to a week of fellowship. What a feeling conclusion. That all of us walk out of here with one mind tonight, no matter what. That all of us decide, I'm tired of the devil uh, making me sick and sad, no matter what. I'm tired of fussing and confusion. I'm tired of it, life is too short. Y'all don't hear me, life is too short. Look at somebody and say, life is too short. Life is too short for all of this junk. No matter what, we've got to keep on keeping on. No matter what, we've got to keep on lifting up the name of Jesus. No matter what, we've got to keep on running this journey. No matter what, we've got to keep on worshiping God. No matter what, we've got to keep our eyes focused on the author and finisher of our faith. No matter what. Yeah. The book of Habakkuk is a book about faith. It is a book about faith in God. It is a book about confidence. 
in God. I, I, I don't take taking my time to share that with you uh, lightly. Because my brothers and sisters, you'd be surprised at the folk that that's going to go over their head even after I proclaimed it under the authority of God tonight that the book of Habakkuk is a book about having faith in God. The book of Habakkuk is about having confidence in God, especially during disappointing times. It is a book about remaining or reminding ourselves that God is a protector. Do you know he is? And a provider. I think I need to ask a question to just get somebody to help me tonight. I do believe in participatory preaching. I don't mind you saying amen. I, listen, I heard the Lord say, let the redeemed of the Lord say something. So, so if he can ask for amen, I can ask for amen. Is there anybody on his side help me to preach to the one who needs to know him tonight? You may be all right, but somebody may be down and out. You may be all right, but somebody may be disappointed tonight. You may be down and out, but somebody may be going through family problems right now, sitting next to you. You need to help me tonight to let somebody know that God is still in the blessing business. Why don't you, why don't you shout amen? God is a, is a protector and a provider. It is about, uh, this book is about standing steadfast. Standing steadfast even when the grounds are shaky. In fact, the, the key verse in the book of Habakkuk is Habakkuk 2 and four. That verse says, the just shall live by faith. We live in a day and an age where the best-selling books are those that tell us how to prosper, succeed, and live the good life. But the book of Habakkuk challenges us to put our faith in God even during the worst of times. This book, teaches us to be confident in the middle of crisis, to know something about God. This book teaches us that in spite of what's going on, when I get out the book, when I, when I conscientiously read it, and especially when I get to the end of it, it is a book that challenges us to keep on having faith in God and to know that God is in control. Y'all don't hear me? The reason why I got a no matter what faith because I know that I don't care what's going on. God is still in control. It's good to know that God doesn't take coffee breaks. It's good to know that God, come on, talk to me, somebody, doesn't go to lunch. It's good to know that we serve a God that is still in control. See, I'm not worried about anything. Trump may be in the White House, but, but, but God is still on the throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the word of God because it helps me when everybody else is, is losing it. It helps me to maintain myself because it roots me in something, that I serve a God who's still on the throne. I serve a God who's still in control. Is there anybody in here that know what I'm talking about? Is there anybody on this side that ever tried him? Isn't he still in control? 
won't he work things out in the midst of your mess? Won't he make a difference? Is there anybody on this side that can help me lift up the name of Jesus? Won't he lift you up when you're down? Won't he rock you when you're weary? Won't he make a way out of no way? Somebody ought to say he's able. He's able. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah to the newborn king. And I don't know about you, Kate, but I love him. I love him today. He brought me a mighty long way. Is there anybody in the house today? book about having confidence. Did you hear what I said? Tell them tomorrow on your job. Tell them in your neighborhood. It is a, a book that says God is still in control in the middle of your crisis. And I don't know about you, as long as God is on the throne, everything going to be all right. Yeah, God is still in control. No matter what, no matter what your plight, God is still in control. No matter what your problem, God is still in control. No matter what your pain, God is still in control. No matter what your predicament, God is still in control. No matter what your issue, God is still in control. Through the prophet Habakkuk, we learn to be thankful even when our provisions are slim. You see, I know you don't know nothing about that because I'm seeing a lot of prosper folk in here today. But I, I'm like, I, listen, I, I'm like Paul. I've been abased and I've been abound. You see, I know what it is to suffer a lot because I hadn't always had what I have today. Come on, somebody, go back to me to Washington Edition in Jackson, Mississippi. I grew up in a three-room house. Y'all don't hear me? On Hill Street. They called it a shotgun house. You can stand in the front room and you can look in the back room. But God had been good to me. Y'all don't hear me? I tell you, he brought me a mighty long way. I used to go with my mama down to the commodity house. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. I wish I had some old folk in here. He talking about them young bucks been coming up here. Now you got an old buck. He, y'all don't hear me. Listen, listen, I used to eat commodity. Commodity eggs, commodity cheese. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Commodity milk. Listen, they used to meddle me at school. They would meddle me when I come to school. They say I can tell by your head, you've been eating commodity bread. But God had brought me a mighty long way. They said, I can tell by your knees, you've been eating commodity cheese. But thank God Almighty, the Lord has, I said 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 the Lord has. I said the Lord has, I said the Lord has, 
you hold your head down. I stopped by here to tell you God is still in control. Stop looking sad. I stopped by here to tell you God is still in control. Wipe those tears from your eyes. I stopped by here with a word of hope. God is still in control. Touch somebody. I got to get out of here now. I didn't intend to keep you that long. But you need to help me. You ought to make up in your mind. I didn't come by here just to sound good. I came by here with a word from God for you tonight. And somebody needed I didn't come by here listen to sing four songs. I came by here with a word from up on high. And that word is God is still in control. And since he's still in control, you ought to have a faith lift tonight. You ought to grow in your faith tonight. You ought to decide I'm going to walk by faith. You ought to decide I'm going to believe by faith. You ought to decide that I'm going to grow in my faith. You ought to decide I'm not going to leave here the same old way I came in. I'm going to walk out of here with joy in my heart. With confidence in my spirit, I'm going to leave this place tonight telling the devil that he is a liar and God is able. Let me give you three things. If you're going to have a no matter what faith. Y'all don't hear me? I, I, I just got to give you three little short things. If you're going to have the kind of faith I have and the kind of faith that Habakkuk had, I call it a no matter what faith. You're going to have to do some stuff. Number one, Habakkuk did not let his faith be overcome by his fears. Can I say it one more time? Don't let your faith, you'll never have a no matter what faith if you let your faith be overcome by your fears. God had given Habakkuk some distressing news. He told Habakkuk about the coming invasion by the Babylonians. God had also told Habakkuk about a great and awesome judgment. In other words, he said to Habakkuk, things are not going to look good. He said, the enemy is going to overcome you. And there's going to be some great judgment. And, and after hearing from God, Habakkuk became very afraid. In fact, in our text, Habakkuk says in verse 16, when I heard it, he said, my body trembled. He said, my lips quivered. He said, he said the rottenness entered my bones, and I trembled in myself. In other words, when I heard what God said, fear overtook me, and I start shaking all over. 
But I thank God tonight that after having hearing from God, Habakkuk became afraid. But in the midst of his fears, Habakkuk chose to wait patiently on the Lord. In other words, Habakkuk refused to let his fears overtake his faith. You may go through something, but you're going to have to have an Habakkuk attitude. Every now and then you'll find your knees buckling. When you come into a situation, when the doctor walks into your room and says, I see something, and we need to do an MRI, I tell you, don't let your fear overcome your faith. Don't start buckling and don't start trembling. You've got to stand up and know that there is a doctor who sits high and look low. Is there anybody in here that know what I'm talking about? Listen, I know what I'm talking about because they served a death notice on me. The doctor said about 10 years ago, they told me that you've got a cancer in your body. And according to what I'm looking at, it, 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 is, it, it, is, it is at a point where I don't know whether I can help you. But I had my faith in God. Well, first of all, I changed doctors. Because <laughs> that doctor, that, 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 that doctor told me I, 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 I don't think I can help you. And, and, I, and I definitely didn't need no doctor like that. So, so, so I went to another doctor. And the doctor looked at the records. And he said, yeah, you got a cancer here. And he said, well, uh, I'm going to say it like this. I, I don't know how it's going to come out, but he said that I'll give you the best care I can. I, I told him, I said, come on, let's go to the operating room. I said, because all God needed was a willing vessel because my God is going to do the work. Are y'all in the house today? Some folk told me you ought to go to Texas. But God, I woke up that morning. In fact, some of my members came over to my house and said, Pastor, come on, get in the car. We're going to drive you to, uh, what's the name, Anderson in Texas. We're going to beat this thing. And I'll halfway get my clothes packed. But I woke up that early that morning. And God said, the same God that's in Texas, he's in Jackson, Mississippi. Are y'all in the house today? I tell you, he's an able God. You ought to touch somebody and say, he's able. He's able. That was 10 years ago. Y'all don't hear me. And tonight, I'm standing here, lifting up the name of Jesus, telling everybody, not about somebody that I heard about. I tried him for myself. And I can tell you, that the man's all right. I ain't gonna let my fear overcome my faith. Touch somebody say, don't let your fear overcome your faith. Don't let your fears be overcome, overcome your faith. Secondly, if you're gonna have a no matter what attitude, you gotta decide 
that my condition is not my conclusion. Paul said all things work together for the good. Y'all don't hear me? Since I got off that bed, I've been preaching better. Since he got up, he's been playing better. Sometimes the Lord had to take you through something to make you something. Y'all don't hear me? All things work together for the good to them that love the Lord. Listen to what Habakkuk said, though the fig tree would not blossom, though there be no grapes on the vine, and the fields yield no food. He said, that's my condition. Things look bleak. Things look bad. But I stopped by here to tell you, don't let your condition, listen, be your conclusion. In other words, God is not through with you yet. You just hang on. God can turn your situation around. You ought to look at somebody and say, I'm not going to let my condition be my conclusion. Daniel was thrown in a lion den. He was in a den of hungry lions. That was his condition. But thank God Almighty, his condition was not his conclusion. Because God locked the mouth of the lion. And Daniel came out victorious. I don't know what your condition is, but you better decide I'm not going to let my condition be my conclusion. Come here, Joseph. I need another testimony. Joseph was thrown in a pit, but he didn't let his condition be his conclusion. Joseph was put in, a, in Potiphar's house, and they put a plot against him, but he didn't let his condition be his conclusion. They took Joseph and put him in a prison, but his condition was not his conclusion. God raised him up from the prison and made him vice president of the palace. In God, all right, I'm not going to let my condition be my conclusion. Come here, Job. Job lost everything. In chapter 2, and Job's wife told Job to cuss God and die. Job said, woman, you talk like a fool. I ain't going to let my condition be my conclusion. All of my appointed days, I'm just going to wait until my change comes. Job got back more than he had. My brothers and sisters, I stopped by here tonight on this last night of revival to declare unto you, if you're going to have a no matter what attitude, you've got to decide I'm not going to let my condition be my conclusion. Come here, Jesus. Come here, Jesus. Mary, baby. They put an old rugged cross uh, up on his shoulders. Marched him uh, up uh, Golgotha's hill. Uh, strung him high, stretched him wide. But thank God Almighty that he didn't let his condition uh, be his conclusion. They buried him uh, in a borrowed tomb. But wait just a minute, it ain't over yet. He stayed there 
all night Friday night. He stayed there all day Saturday. He stayed there all night Saturday night. Oh, good God Almighty, his condition was not his conclusion. Early, I said early, I said early, I said early. Sunday morning, got up out to the grave, declared all power, all power, all power, all power. I said all power, all power, all power. No matter what, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, you can't take my joy. No matter what, you can't take my peace. No matter what, the devil wants you frowning on Sunday morning. The devil wants you sitting up with your head hung down on Sunday morning. You need to declare unto the devil, no matter what, you're not going to take my joy. You're not going to take my peace. You're not going to take my family. You're not going to take my finances. You're not going to take my health. No matter what. I said no matter what. I said no matter what. I said no matter what. Let me get out of here. I see one more thing. Listen, my fear will not overcome my faith. Number two, my condition is not my conclusion. But I need to get out of here now. But I see something else. My problem will not stop my praise. Yeah. He said in the text, Habakkuk said, after he heard all of that, after he heard all that bad news, Habakkuk said, he yet. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear me. Habakkuk said, he yet. Yet I will rejoice. Y'all don't hear me. Yet I will rejoice. In other words, I ain't going to let the my problems stop my praise I'm going to praise him in a how I'm going to praise him when I get up in the morning I'm going to praise him when I walk along the way I'm going to praise him when I'm up I'm going to praise him when I'm down is there anybody in here I got to go home now but is there anybody that's got a made up mind. I ain't gonna let her. Listen, my problem, stop my praise. Turn around and touch somebody and say, I ain't gonna let my problem. I ain't gonna let my problem. Come on, I ain't gonna let my problem. Come on and help me tonight. I ain't gonna let my problem stop my praises. I'm gonna praise him when I'm up. I'm gonna praise him when I'm down. I'm gonna praise him. No matter what, 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 if I have to praise him by myself, I'm going to praise him no matter what, no matter what.
Come on, come on, let's shout one time. Has he been good to you? Touch somebody say, this is the last night of our revival. Has he been good to you? Has he been good to you? Has he been good to you? I said, has he been good to you? No matter what, he's going to be different. No matter what, I'm going to be different. No matter what. Don't let your problem stop your praise. I said, don't let your problem stop your praise. And listen, listen, let me go another step further. Don't let your neighbor stop your praise. For, forget about your neighbor right now. Forget about what they got going on. If, if you got a praise, you need to give God. Why don't you give him? My God, my God. Hallelujah. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. My God, my God, my God. My God, my God. You bless my heart tonight. My condition will not be my conclusion. That should have that blessed somebody right there. Because some of y'all got some conditions right now and you thought that was going to be the end. You, you thought that was how it was going to go out. But, but God said, no, I've got something else for you. My God, my God. Mm, mm, mm. My Lord. My Lord, was anybody blessed tonight? 
Can you bless God for the word of God? Now bless God for the man of God. Hallelujah, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. And we're going to praise him no matter. My God, no matter what. My God, my God, no matter what. No matter what. No matter what. No matter what you're going through. Mm-hmm. We're going to open the doors of the church. Because there may be someone here who, after that sermon, needs to respond. I'll tell you the kind of response that deserves. It deserves an authentic response. It deserves a transparent response. It deserves a kind of response that says, I heard what the man of God said. And I may have been hiding behind some excuses. But right now, I'm going to respond appropriately, no matter what. No matter the excuses I've used in the past, I'm going to come right now. No matter what my neighbor might think about me, I'm going to come right now. No matter what has kept me from coming before, I'm going to come tonight because I need to come. I need to come and get my life right with Christ. I need to come and give my heart to the Lord. I need to come and be made a new creature. I need to come and put down the burdens that have been plaguing my life, the problems that have been weighing me down, the sins that have kept me from being all that God has called me to be. I'm coming right now. If you're here tonight, wherever you are and whoever you are, you can come right now. You can come right now. Come. Come under Jesus. Yes, Lord. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, salvation is given by no other name but the name of Jesus. If you're here tonight, you can be saved through Jesus Christ. The doors of the church are open. Come now, come now, come now. Come now, come now. Yes, Lord. Maybe you've already given your life to Christ. But your fellowship with the Father has been distanced. If you're here tonight and you need to reconnect yourself with God, you, you need to get closer in your walk, you need to get closer in your fellowship, you come. Mm. Maybe, maybe you're where you need to be in your relationship with God, but you're not where you need to be in your relationship with your fellow man. Maybe you're not where you need to be in, in terms of having a church home. You, you've been trying to do faith by yourself. You've been trying to grow in your walk by yourself. You can't do it by yourself. You need brothers and sisters. You need a pastor. You need a church family. You're invited to come.
คำนามคำนามมามามาฟินาลีเลสคอลล์ฟอร์ยูทูยูฮูนีดเรสตอร์เรชันยูฮูนีดปรายาฟอร์อันนี้เพื่อเพื่ออันนี้เรื่องอันนี้ปัญหาอันนี้ปัญหาอันนี้สถานการณ์ประตูของคริสตศาสนาเปิดให้คุณเข้ามาและแค่ร้องให้ผมร้องให้ผมร้องให้ผมขอให้ผมร้องให้ผม If you're here tonight, you're invited to come. You come, you come, you come. Because prayer still works. I got news for you. God is still hearing and answering prayer. And we're not in too big of a rush. We're gonna pray for you tonight. All you have to do is come. Come now, come now. Hmm. While you have time, come now, come now, come now, come now. Oh, bless His name. Come to Jesus, come to Jesus. While you have time, Hallelujah. All are coming for prayer. Sister Caldwell would like to make a statement before prayer. Good evening, church family. My sermon today. I went to the doctor and I received a diagnosis that I didn't want to hear, that we never want to hear, that I had cancer. I don't accept that because I know God is a miracle worker. I'm not going to let my condition be my conclusion. I know that He can work it out because He's already worked out something for me. So I'm praising. And praying to Him to work this out for me. Amen. Let us all pray together. Take the hand of the person next to you. Father God, we come now thanking you for this opportunity. 
to come before you once again, O oh Lord. Father, we come with your standing with your servants. These your children. Each coming, O oh Lord, with a different set of circumstances. But Father, we know that you can take care of it all. We know, Father, that you are a healer. We know you are a provider. Father, we know that if we have surgery, that you're going to be there in the, 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 the operating room. Father, no matter what the condition is, no matter what the situation is, we know that you sit high and look low. We know that you're in full control, oh Lord, so we don't question that. But we come saying, thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. We realize and understand that we all will have to go through some things. My brother. But as long as we hold on to our faith, oh Lord, we know that we won't go through alone. So, Father, with cancer, we pray for healing right now, oh Lord. For surgery, oh Lord, we, we ask for a, a good outcome that the surgery will be successful. And Father, whatever the other needs are, no matter whether they're here with us right now or whether they're in, out in the congregation, whether they're in the choir, in the, the pulpit, oh Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord. Because Father, we know that you are in full control. So Father, we ask now that you would just touch the lives of those that have called on your name, oh Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was lost mm, Could not Find my way I Thank you mother Prayed for me. Oh, 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 oh. I found Jesus. Anybody in here found him? Say pray, pray, pray for me. Call my 
you pray? President. Thank you. I need to say my moderator. He, he and I, frat brothers and friends, all of us are frat brothers. And he was coming in the gym this morning. I was getting ready to go sit in the sauna for a little while. I had finished. And he said, I'm coming tonight. And he made it. You blessed me. Amen. I want to say thank you, K Chapel. Final word. As you were singing, and 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 I was just in the spirit with the Lord. I remembered a, a movie called Field of Dreams. And this baseball player was standing in this field of dreams, and he he looked at Kevin Kaufner, and he said, "Is this heaven?" As you were singing, and all of you seemed to be on one accord, and there was no devil in this house. Something spoke in my spirit and said, Is this heaven? Yes! <laughs> all right, Lord of God. Thank you for this night. Thank you for your visitation. Thank you for those, dear God, that came forward to seek your face and your blessings bless them bless this pastor cover and keep him and then to God I know you've got greater stuff for him Lord God as he has done a great work here I'm confident that he can do a great work as president of our state convention Put your loving arms around Reginald Buckley and his wife. Use them to be leaders in this day and time. Lord, there are those of us who need leadership. We need administration. We need guidance. We need direction. We need a visionary person to, to take us to where you would have us to be. Lord, we're crying for leadership in our communities, we're crying for community. We, we need leadership. People go nowhere without leadership. Dear God, every time you got ready to bless your people, you always sent them good leadership. Lord, the, the great need in our communities and in our churches 
and in our conventions right now is that we need strong, confident, God-fearing, visionary leadership. And we pray that that would happen in Buckley. Thank you for this people. May the love of Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, root, and abide henceforth and forevermore. Can we all sing together? I need everybody to leave here telling somebody, no matter what.